0: what again? Say what again? I dare you! I double dare you, motherfucker! Here we go! People. Welcome back to Whatever. The show where I talk about whatever. This is a taste of background. What is going on my guys, guys, non-binary pals, welcome back to whatever, the show where I talk about whatever. My name is Cameron and this episode is going to be one that is a little close to heart because I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite PlayStation games of all time, Legend of Dragon. And I'll just be going over what it's about and the main part of this episode is going to be why I feel like... It deserves a lot more love, and it deserves a remake, like Final Fantasy VII did. Uh, but before I did all that, I do want to point out that this next coming week, you know, after this episode, the week after this episode, uh, which will be Thanksgiving week, uh, there will only be one episode, because I'm not going to put up a episode that Saturday, just because, you know, holiday weekend, you know, just use that time to relax and do what else. But yeah, I'll put up an episode on Wednesday, and then there won't be an episode until next Wednesday, just because, you know, Thanksgiving and family and whatnot. But, with all that out of the way, let's get into Legend of Dragoons, shall we? Okay, so originally with this episode, I was gonna go through the plot and, you know, do the whole spoiler warning and everything. But I figure, you know, I really loved this game as a child, and I really want other people to experience it. So I'll go over the plot, kinda, you know, just a little, just, you know, the basics of the plot, and just, you know, give you an idea of what the game is about. So, at least according to Wikipedia, Legend of Dragoon is a role-playing video game developed by Japan Studio and published by Sonic Computer Entertainment for the PlayStation in 1999 in Japan, 2000 in North America, and 2001 in Europe. Now, I'm going to sidetrack here for a second. Uh, Japan Studio, who I had to actually look up because I had, I wasn't really sure who they were at first, but Japan Studio is still going with games, and they're responsible for uh, the original Ape Escape, uh, Demon's Souls, Last Guardian, Knack, uh, Shadow of the Colossus, the original Parappa the Rapper. Uh, Ico. Yeah, they've done a lot more than just, uh, Legend of Dragoon. Uh, responsible for Loco Uh, what else is on their list? You know, I, I guess all the Ape Escapes, really. Uh, Chrome, What else is in here? Uh, Dark Cloud 2. Road Galaxy. Yeah, they've done a lot of other games. Yeah, and they're still going today. With... Um, I think the most recent one in here was Astro's Playroom. Actually, no, uh, no, yeah, Astro's Playroom. But, going back to the plot, uh, set in a high fantasy fictional world called Endinus, the game follows a group of warriors led by the protagonist Dart as they attempt to stop the destruction of the world. The player controls a party of 3D character models through pre-rendered linear environments combat uses a combination of turn-based mechanics and real-time commands. Notably, the game includes a quick-time event called addition during each attack, requiring the player to press a button when two squares converge. Development began in 1996 and took three years with a production team of over 100 and cost $16 million, which is notably high for the time. The game's use of realistic CGI cutscenes drew attention from the press. On release, The Legend of Dragoon received mixed reviews, with critics comparing it unfavorably to the Final Fantasy series. The Legend of Dragoon sold over 1 million copies worldwide, with most of those sales coming from North America. An album of the game's soundtrack was released in 2000, as well as a novel and manga inspired by the game. Yeah, so basically what it's about. You play as Dart, who can be, I guess, you know, when they say it was compared to final fantasy i just see why because dart and cloud kind of looked similar with the spiky hair and whatnot but unlike cloud you know dart actually speaks in this game because there are actual cutscenes in this game where the characters actually talk whereas in uh, final fantasy at least final fantasy 7 and i remember this because i just replayed it recently when they did do cgi cutscenes they just had subtitles like nobody spoke at all. Which kind of annoyed me. I'm like... You could have easily done that... But you chose not to. Because there are... I'm sure there were a lot of other... PS1 games at the time... That a You know... Could manage to have... Voice acting. But... Whatever. Nitpicky. I digress. Uh... Legend of Dragoon was another one of those games that... Did the uh, The four disc thing. Because... There was a lot of game to go through. So they split it up into... Four discs. Um... Some of the characters you play as. I have to get through here. Uh, Of course, you know, your main guy. You got Dart, who's the one searching for the Black Monster. Because in the story, the Black Monster is essentially responsible for destroying his hometown. Or his home village, or whatever. And then you got Shauna, who is Dart's childhood friend and, you know, love interest. Because of course she is. And she ends up getting captured at some point in the game. So, basically, uh, what's the guy's name? She she gets taken to this fort, and then you as Dart be like, Oh, I gotta go save my girlfriend, but she's not really my girlfriend yet. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, uh, other characters you have. You have Rose, who, she's like a warrior, ninja type woman, and she actually teaches Dart how to fight as a dragoon. Now, dragoons, basically, what those are, is that in the world of Legend of Dragoon, there are uh, dragons. And a dragon's spirit is what can make a human turn into a dragoon, or, I guess, any other creature. Mainly humans, I think. But, yeah, basically, a human takes a dragon spirit and can transform into a dragoon, which is basically, they grow wings and armor, and they're just, like, super powerful. But I did see a thing that kind of sidetracked him a little bit. I saw a thing that it's not really worth it to turn into a dragoon during the battles in the game. Because you're not really that much more powerful. Like, it's just, it's kind of pointless. But, either way, it looks cool, so I guess there's that. Uh, Other characters we got. We got Albert, who is the King of Bessel, which is a uh, town, slash, you know, a castle town, basically, you come across. And uh, the Knight of Albert is Levitz, who actually joins your party, too. And... God, what's what was his attack? There's like one voice line from him because uh during the battles, during you know, the turn based over it's a lot like Final Fantasy. But during the combat, some special attacks you can do, your characters will actually yell out the name of that attack. Like uh, Dart has I think one of Dart's basic one basic ones is called Double Slash. So like you perform it successfully and you just hear him go double slash Something like that. (laughs) Now I remember what Lavitz's was. One of Lavitz's ones was a harpoon. And the way I should explain, actually, the way this is different from Final Fantasy is that, like, you don't just select one attack and then you just, you know, they do it. Uh, What happens with this is that when you attack, you have to continually press a button. Like, you hit somebody and then, well, they'll learn the attack. But it's not one you can choose, it's just one they can do depending on how many times how successful you are at the quick time events. So you go to attack somebody and you know you press square at the right times, you can do you know, special attacks. But one of Lavitz's ones was called Harpoon. And I always thought it was funny because you performed that successfully and he yells at Harpoon, but he's like, Harpoon! <laughs> I just I don't know why, that always got me. But yeah, there's Levitz, uh Maru, Kondal, Hashel, or other people that can join your party. I think the reason I played this game was because I had Final Fantasy VII, and my parents saw that I enjoyed it a lot, so they're like, oh, let's get him another game like this. I'm sure he'll like this, too. And I really enjoyed it. And I think the reason I'm still really obsessed with it now is that... Nobody talks about it when they talk about, like, really good PlayStation games. So, I guess without going into the... Actually, what I'm going to do first, before I go into why this deserves a remake, I am going to list off some fun facts. Let me pull them up. So, this comes from unrealitymagazine.com, or unrealitymag.com. And these are... 10 Things You Didn't Know About The Legend of Dragoon 1. Centered on Dragoons Given the name, it should come as no surprise to learn that The Legend of Dragoon is centered on Dragoons. In total, there are 8 Dragoons for 8 elements. However, players can expect to come upon not 7, but 9 player characters over the course of the game because of story-based reasons. 2. Very much Fantasy Dragoons Dragoon is a real-life term. In short, it refers to soldiers who rode from place to place on horses and but would fight on foot, though it wasn't unknown for them to fight from horseback as well. With that said, fantasy media sometimes uses Dragoon as a name for people with some kind of connection to dragons, which isn't wholly baseless because Dragoons were named for a kind of short musket called a dragon. Naturally, said fantasy media includes Legend of Dragoon. 3. The Dragoons are empowered by Dragoon Spirits. For those who are curious, the Dragoons are humans empowered by Dragoon Spirits connected to the dragons. This enables them to take on a Dragoon form, which can be recognized by the knightly elements plus the draconic-looking winds. Story-wise, Dragoons are also supposed to be very powerful, so much so that they are are capable of wiping out entire cities on their own. Learn to read, Cameron. (laughs) Uh, 4 between the story and the mechanics, or mismatch between the story and the mechanics. Player characters can turn into the Dragoon forms in Legend of Dragoon. The Dragoon form is actually a pretty powerful ability from a mechanical perspective, however, there is a definite mismatch between the mechanics and the story in this regard. In short, while the Dragoon form is powerful, it isn't so powerful that players should use it over less flashy but much more practical combat options. As a result, Dragoon form tends to be rather pointless when playing through Legend of Dragoon. I like how pretty much all these, it's either the last or second to last sentence they end with Legend of Dragoon. Just in case you forgot what they're talking about. 5. Elemental Weaknesses. Different Dragoons have different elements. As a result, it should come as no surprise to learn that different elements have different elemental weaknesses. With that said, Elemental Weaknesses work on the basis of paired elements that are both strong against and weak against their counterparts. Set pairs would be Fire and Water, Wind and Earth, and Light and Dark. There are two other elements in the form of Thunder and Divine, but these two elements have neither Elemental Weaknesses nor Elemental Strengths when matched with other elements. 6. There are Temporary Party Members. As mentioned earlier, interested individuals can expect to come upon 9 player characters over the course of Legend of Dragoon. However, every single playable character has a Dragoon spirit, meaning that there is a mismatch because there aren't enough Dragoon spirits for the full set of playable characters. The answer to this problem is simple. In short, there are temporary party members who will leave the party for one reason or another at certain points in the game's story. 7. The game wasn't exactly subtle about the temporary party members. The existence of the temporary party members can be considered major spoilers. However, neither the game nor the game's marketing was particularly subtle about the fact that there were temporary party members. For example, one character shows up with a distinctive moveset before he joins up with the party as a replacement party member for his predecessor, likewise, it should be mentioned that the Dragoons are color-coded based on their elements, which is a huge hint regarding who will and who will not be replaced over the course of the game. 8. Head QTE-like mechanics Legend of Dragoon had a mechanic that was somewhat reminiscent of QTE. In short, players to launch more attacks during battle by hitting the right buttons at the right time. However, their attack chain can be interrupted by their targeted enemy, meaning that they had to hit a different button in order to keep on attacking. Legend of Dragoon was by no means the first RPG to make use of such a mechanic. However, said mechanic is unusual enough for it to be one of the things that stands out the most about the game's otherwise not particularly unusual turn-based combat system. 9. Marketed for being a big-budget title with a big team Some of the marketing for legend of dragoon made use of the fact that it had a big budget with a big team in short the making of legend of dragoon started out with a very small team that would expand and expand until it encompassed about a hundred person staff moreover the project had a 16 million dollar budget by modern standards that might not be particularly impressive however the turn of the century was a very different time meaning that both the team size and the project budget were definitely considered impressive for their time. Not now, Twitch, I'm reading the list. And finally, number 10. There was a sequel at one point. On the whole, Legend of Dragoon winded up as one of those RPGs that had a huge impact on the people who played it, but never actually went anywhere as a series, one of those people being myself. Apparently, there was a plan to make up a follow-up to the initial title at one point in time. However, the plan never resulted in a finished product for one reason or another. Nowadays, old franchises are being revived left and right, but it doesn't seem that Legend of Dragoon will ever be one of them, seeing as how it never had the chance to build up the kind of franchise fandom needed to push for such a thing. And the funny thing about that is in doing my research for Legend of Dragoon, I actually came across uh, a thing, I think from Japan Studio, that said that somebody there was actually interested in bringing back Legend of Dragoon. Because they saw that there are still a lot of people out there that are really interested in the game and would really love to see a remake. Which brings me to my next point, and this is probably going to be the final point in the episode. Why I think Legend of Dragoon deserves a a remake. remake. Uh, reason number one, because it's a lot of people's favorite game still. Like, a lot of people still remember how much fun they had with it. You know, for the people that didn't want to play Final Fantasy, like, they wanted to play a turn-based RPG, but they didn't want to play Final Fantasy, they had Legend of Dragoon. And honestly, it's, it's a really good game. It's a lot of people's favorite, and a lot of people would be happy, be happy to spend the money on a remake. Uh, reason number two, there's so much they could do with it. I mean, look at... Look at what they did with the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Granted, that plays pretty much exactly like one of the more modern Final Fantasy games, like, uh what is it, 20, whatever one they're on now. But it plays, you know, third person, and the battles aren't turn-based. You actually go in, you can, you know, attack when you want. And I honestly think that would be really good for Legend of Dragoon. Like, you just fit that aesthetic, uh, which brings me to my next point. Number three, the environments. Now, the environments in Legend Drag Dragoon were really nice. Like, really p- pretty. Especially, like, the Calzaton Town of, ba- uh, of Basil. Uh, the villages. The forest. Everything. It was just, it looked really good. Especially, you know, compared to Final Fantasy. Just, you know, people, you know, RPGs around that time looked really good. Um, Final Play- 4, just... Just, I don't know, just do it, Japan Studio, come on! Like, what are you waiting for? The people want this! It's just, it's, like I said, Legend of Dragoon is a really good game, and I really think it deserves a remake. Or, at the very least, a re-release, so that people, you know, can play it now. Either, like, oh, like, you could do it, either do it, like, as a completely redone remake, you know, with new models and everything, 3D, all that, Or you could do like what they did with Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy VIII. Just, you know, take the old game, remaster it for new consoles, and just put it out there. Because I honestly, I actually played the original Final Fantasy VII recently, and it was the quote unquote remastered version, which basically meant that you could play the original Final Fantasy VII on like PS4. But it had different things. Like you could click a button to give yourself battle boost. You could speed the game up. You could uh, click in both sticks to have no encounters. Which, honestly, made the game a little cheap. But, hey, you know, it's whatever. And they also did that with Final Fantasy VIII. And I believe they did that with some older ones, too. But I haven't played those yet. But, yeah, you could easily re-release Legend of Dragoon that same way. You know, with those, you know, the battle boosts and whatnot. Or... Just redo it completely, like what they did with Final Fantasy VII Remake. Just completely redo it. I would honestly prefer it that way, just because I want to see how good Legend of Dragoon can look with, you know, the technology we have today. Whew! Oh my god, that was a lot to talk about. Uh, And it's still, I still haven't hit the 20 minute mark in this episode yet. Uh, at least, you know, before editing it, I guess, but yeah i guess in conclusion and i'm just gonna end this episode because i'm running out of breath in conclusion legend of dragoon is still a really good game and i wish i had a way to play it now which you know japan studio if you're out there you know i'm gonna put this into the ether i'm gonna put this into the universe japan studio please remake legend of dragoon the people want want it. it (sighs) there we go hopefully that manifests into something (laughs) but yeah honestly Legend of Dragoon if you're able to get your hands on it or if you're able to like emulate it somewhere definitely do that definitely check it out it's still a really good game it still holds up like if you're a big fan of Final Fantasy and everything you'll love Legend of Dragoon but with that being said that's going to be the end of this episode uh let me know what you guys think of Legend of Dragoon or just you know what was your favorite fantasy game or like rpg just playstation game and just any game you like just let me know uh the link will be in the description in the link tree which has all my social medias and all that fun stuff Uh, also in the description there will be the link to send me a voice message the link to support this podcast which might change soon because i know there's gonna there's gonna be a subscription thing so you guys uh keep your keep your peepers out for that oh also like i said in the beginning of this episode next week uh there might only be one episode because you know it's thanksgiving weekend and i don't want to work over the weekend (laughs) but yeah so you know if you don't hear from me before next wednesday happy thanksgiving and with all that being said that's gonna be it for me i hope you guys stay hydrated get vaccinated I love you all. Like, you matter. Whatever it is you're doing right now, whatever it is you're doing, it's working for you. Working for you. You know, you slay, sister. <laughs> like I said, stay hydrated. I love you all. And I will see you guys in the next one. Bye-bye.